Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. When you're dating, it can be so easy to get caught up in the stress and anxiety of every situation. Why aren't they communicating? Why didn't they text me back? Am I getting ghosted? Why is this happening again? Why can't someone commit? I've asked myself all of these questions too, more times than I can count. You wouldn't believe what happens when you approach these situations with a different mindset and focus on solutions instead of problems. I started therapy because I was so stuck on the problems in my dating life. My therapist helped me learn why I was ending up in the same situations over and over and helped me come up with a different way and a different mindset to approach dating. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. Get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and switch therapists anytime. Whether you want to be a better problem solver or a better dater, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash other people today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash other people. Hey everybody, it's Jonah. Welcome to Seeing Other People. And whoa, okay, intro is different vibes. Um, so yeah, look, uh, a lot and I are in different states, a little bit of technical glitches, and alas, here we are making do with what we can. Uh, but I want to get into our episode today. Alana and I chat with Jeremy Jacobois. He's a really awesome, uh, passionate food guy, foodie, I would say. Uh, we have a really awesome, hilarious uh, discussion, and we all make fun of each other quite a bit, talking about things like who should pay on a first date, uh, should you do drinks versus dinner, and we answer some listener questions. It's all in good fun, and I hope you guys enjoy the episode. One quick thing. I'm really bummed. My microphone was actually not feeding into the computer. So what you're hearing will be my audio from my laptop. I really sincerely apologize for the echo. I did my best in post to fix that, but alas, it was a little bit difficult. Anyway, hopefully the content of the episode makes up for it. Uh, As always, we appreciate you guys listening and let's jump right in. All right, everybody, we are in the episode. We are with Jeremy Jacobowitz rocking his Canon R5. He's in HD quality. You should be watching this on YouTube to see it. Jeremy, how are you doing? Thanks for being here. Good. How are you guys? We're great. I feel like I just time transported back in time, back to like my high school film and photography classes as you two just geeked out over cameras. And stuff. <laughs> it was nice. It was a nice little like blast from the past for me. Yeah, that happens. People usually like their eyes glaze over when I start talking about cameras sometimes. I'm like, it's okay. There's there's an audience. Maybe it's just not for you, but there's an audience <laughs> yeah. for <laughs> People love, yeah, camera tech can always be like a, a never end. It's also like an addiction because you have to get the new one every time it comes out. And it's where does it stop? You know, where does it, where does it, I have some retro cameras on my shelf. Some people have commented on the contacts T2 back there, but they have. Um, my shelf yeah. too, somewhere back there. It's blurry because I got that nice, you know, camera filming yeah. me now, but it's on that same shelf back there. I got some nice retro cameras. <laughs> and on my <laughs> shelf sure. back there, I have a painting of my dog, Zoe. So we're all on the same page here. Jeremy, for those who might not be as familiar with you as others, do you want to paint a little picture of who you are, where you are, what makes you you and why you're Sure. Here? Yeah. So I am, I guess, a content creator, influencer. I don't know. I hate all those words, but that's what I do. I produce content online. It's all, I say it's like my food adventures around the world. It's all food focus. I used to be a TV producer first in sports and then food TV. So I have that background, but I've been doing this whole online thing myself for six and a half years, something like that full time, which is, which is kind of crazy. The handle used to be brunch boys. If people are more familiar with that, now it's Jeremy Jacobitz, except my TikTok is still Brunch Boys. I'm working on that. But anyway, but yeah, that, that's what I do. I run around, eat some food, make a bunch of videos, take photos. It's it's fun. You know, I, I, I yeah, I was doing the, the deep 
binge of your IG feed. I think it's beautiful. And I love what you do. I'm sure people listening already know, have seen yours and seen your work. Um, I got very hungry when I looked at your Instagram <laughs> feed. I'm sure that's like, that's the point, right? I mean, that's my job. That's it. That's your job. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm excited to talk to you about like all things like dating and, and eating on dates. And I, we had one in, uh, previous guest who NYC date night, you've uh-huh. heard of her before we had her yeah. on and she, she, I was texting Alana, you guys have, you know, your Instagram feeds together. It's like, a, you could theoretically be a little couple. that's like, you know, found love because you guys both would like went to the same restaurants or you went after another or you're there at the same time. There's a love story there. Um, somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere. <laughs> like, somewhere. Not, not yeah. quite here, but somewhere. Maybe who knows? Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about a lot of things relating to like dates themselves and, and being on dates, whether it be at a bar or a restaurant, food, drinks, all that. But we wanted to kick it off with a heavy debate that has happened and come up amongst our listeners, which is the, 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 I don't know where I was going with that. The check, who the hell should pay for a date first, second, third, fourth, fifth. At what point in a hetero scenario does the girl start paying all that stuff? So um, to kick things off, we actually polled our audience. um, At what point should the girl start paying for dinner? And what's your vote? Uh, when it comes to before date four or after date four? So I think it shouldn't be a number. It should be like where you are in that relationship. I think by date four, sometimes I've been on date fours where it still like didn't feel like it was a relationship. It was just like, cool, date four. I think then 100% the guy should continue paying. I think you could be on date four sometimes and you're like, okay, this is something. Then I think it's a nice balance back and forth. I'll also say, I think one thing that I did, um, and it wasn't even discussed. It just sort of like organically happened was, you know, during the world ending, a lot of dates had to be like in the apartment. So there was a girl where a lot of the dates were um, just like ordering in food. And mm-hmm. I think it was it unspoken. It was like, this is a few dates in obviously, but it was unspoken of when we're at my apartment, I'll order it and pay for it. When we're at your apartment, you'll order it and pay for it. It just sort of happened that way. I'm like, oh, that that feels right for some reason. I like that. And I like that you figured that cadence out because I know I ran into a few situations where I was on apartment dates and it was kind of just like whoever's app, like whoever had the phone that had the app up that decided, okay, this is the restaurant. And there were like first dates where that would be my app. And I was like, okay, like I'll go ahead and order. And I like, wasn't sure what the situation was, which like to me, it wouldn't, it, it would be a red flag if the, a guy let me pay for a first date, but it wouldn't be like the end of the world if it was like a second or third date and I paid. Like I'm, I wouldn't run the other way because of that. But I really like felt uncomfortable and just didn't know what to do because we hadn't spoken about it. Yeah, first first dates weird. I do think like again, like again, why I said it was a number. I think like if you're already sort of invested in this, it does sort of feel like, well, what do I do? Like fucking Venmo you every single day. It's like, no, you take it. This it'll, it'll all even out. If you don't think yeah. it's going past another date, it's not going to even out. So like the dude should pay for it, I guess. Jonah, what are your thoughts? Um, I was looking at the poll pre-date four, post-date four. I think that like, my question is more like on the date one, like this, you know, like it's such, it is such a debate. Like who is supposed to pay for the first date? And how many years into gender normality must we go until it's like truly, truly anticipated that it's like 
not the guy. And I'm seeing that in the sense of like, on a first date, I will always make the effort to pay. What week will the hypothetical metaphorical person wake up and say, nah, I'm going to let the girl I asked out or vice versa pay. And again, I'm not saying like what's right or wrong. I'm just asking the question. I'm not taking a stance here. Um, I'm just curious, like, what is it? Like, if it is the logic to ever ask the other person out, but then by that logic, for the most part, it's safe to say that in a hetero situation, the guy's asking the girl out based mm-hmm. off what we've learned on the show so far. Right. So then is it, is it like split C's? Is it just like, we should always be splitting, splitting first dates. Here's a crazy example. And I'm curious what you guys think of this story. I actually think this is one of the people who like DM does. I forget who it was. They went on a first date and um, the guy paid for her for, for the, for the meal. Um, and she then like sent him a anti-ghosting text. I mean, like, Hey, I had a great time and I, uh, I wish you the best. And I just don't see this working out. And then he's like, cool. Is it all right if I Venmo you for half the meal then? And I forget what advice. A lot of, was that us that we got that? Yeah. And here's, here's the thing like that. As ridiculous as that, as that sounds, I kind of would respect it. In terms of her pain. I, I think we said to her, be a boss, pay the fucking Venmo. In fact, pay for the whole dinner. Fuck like that. that I think I told her to pay for the whole dinner and be like, just show them up. If you can financially, like just take the whole thing and be like, this guy sucks. I mean, I don't think that's necessary. Like that's just like, I'd rather go take that money and go spend it on like taking myself out to drinks. But I mean, that's, it's kind of crazy to do that, but I get it. Like I, cause and Jonah, I always say this to you when I hear about you going on dates and and Jeremy, I want to hear more from you on this, but like, I'm always like, how do you afford to date? As a single guy in New York City, especially a single guy who like works in oh, the, like, no money. the media, no money. the media <laughs> and entertainment <laughs> world, like no, like no, you guys aren't finance bros. Like I'm not a finance bro. Like how the hell do you afford dates and being single? I don't get I mean, it. The way I viewed dating, which maybe it's not the best perspective, but it's just like that's a night going out. If I was out by myself, I'd have to pay for my own drink. So yes, you're doubling your money. But I don't know if I'm out by myself or friends or whatever, like inevitably I'm buying drinks for somebody, whether it's my friends, whether it's girls I meet or whatever. So to me, it's coming out of the same pocket. And listen, I'm not out every night drinking. I'm certainly not out now, but in the real world, I'm not out every night drinking. I'm certainly not on dates every night. So I think I think just that balance and that perspective of like, or, or a balance of like, well, if I ordered in food, how much does that would have cost me? It's probably still more than <laughs> a few right. drinks at a bar or whatever. So, yeah, I mean, especially when I was in like straight up TV, it was definitely a lot harder to date, um, a little easier now. But I think it's just sort of like, okay, to balance of like going out friends or going out the girl, it's going to cost the same. Yeah, okay. I agree with that. And it does sometimes like as I was realizing that dating was getting expensive, I would start to really think about who I was going out with because I would assume that I would be the one paying. And that's maybe not the proper assumption to have. And, but for the most part, I was in the situation where I would pay and I I wanted to, especially if I was asking somebody out. So I would really have to be like, all right, is this because, you know, I I am still a struggling artist, you know, like, you know, as an indie filmmaker, you don't make money anytime soon, but, uh, it's sometimes, yeah, it's, it's a nice time. And like, if you're going out with your friends, you're going to buy two drinks anyway. And, uh, that actually, funny enough, is a great segue to the, another poll that we did and another another debate, which is for the first date, is the first date drinks or is it dinner? Um, 
and we, we did take a poll and then let's sort of get into a discussion here. You know, out of everyone we polled, uh, it was at 350, sorry, 305 to 69 so far. So 82% said drinks for first mm. date, 18% said dinner for first real, date. Real quick while we're doing the percentages, I forgot to give the percentages of the first poll, which were, so the results of in a hetero situation, at what point should the girls start paying for dinner? 53% of people said before the first date, 47% mm. of people said after. Back to the new poll. Um, yeah, so it's, 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 uh, just, just double confirm this. Yeah. 82 to 18. So what do you guys think? Do you guys think a first date is drinks or dinner? And if so, why? Uh, I, I vote for drinks. <laughs> Always, <laughs> There's one exception. I don't know if it's an exception. I think that like, for me, again, the perspective of like, this is just a night going out and like the, let me see what happens kind of thing. It's like, there's no pressure. You go get a drink. If you have one drink or two drinks, whatever it is, and the date, like however you define it going well or or bad or whatever, is like, all right, when I had two drinks, like there's no pressure, it didn't last very long, you're out of there. A dinner is one, a serious commitment. <laughs> it's a lot of like, there's a lot of pressure on the first date, no matter how many dates you've gone on, which I'm up to, I don't know, 10,000 dates, like there's still, you're still nervous, you're still putting yourself out there. And I think like for me, like let me put myself in the best position that I can, which is let's sit at a dark bar and have alcohol. <laughs> but I will say the only times I go on first dates, which are a dinner, is if I know the person generally. If we've like casually know each other or maybe we've known each other for a while or whatever it was, it ends up going out. It's like, okay, I already know who this person is. I already basically know there's chemistry there. Let's right. go get dinner. Where it's a first date from some from a, an app or someone setting us up, or you really don't know them at all, then like let's just let's just do drinks and make this make this easy. I think that sounds right. I mean, yeah, I think I'd, I'd say drinks for the most part. I, I think I have been asked out to like dinner first dates, and I think those are a little more intimidating because you have to you know it's it's going to be longer. Like, what if it doesn't go well? Then you're going to feel a little awkward. Um, but I also have had like dinner first dates that went really well. I think I think the power move is to do drinks and then if it's going well, end up getting food after. And yes. I mean, now I know any well, this is ending soon, but at least in New York at restaurants, you ha if you order drinks, you have to get food. So that's kind of been a non thing lately. But uh, beforehand and, and as that stops happening, I definitely would get drinks and then like end up going to another place to get drinks and food or get like dollar pizza. And I think that was always a really nice way to balance it out. Yeah. I, and I, I, my is a no brainer. It's drinks. Uh, I like your rule, Jeremy, if it's someone that you know already, it's, it's a dinner, but you know, at the end of the day, do you really want to like, I, I don't know. Eating is like, I love like, I'm actually being real. I'm not like the biggest um, like I eat pretty quickly. I don't like enjoy food. I know that's, <laughs> that's kind of counter to maybe what you're doing, you know, your lifestyle, but, um, I've always had a weird relationship with food just because I had acid reflex growing up. So like I had like literally like if I ate, like I get like really bad heartburn as a kid, I have to lay down after I eat. That's a whole other story. That's first time can on this podcast. But, um, I think drinks, it's like, there's no pressure. Um, and then it's also like, you should establish a like quick tip for everyone listening. If it's going to be drinks, make sure you, it's very clear. Because I've gotten to the debate with myself. Well, did she think? Does she think dinner? True. If it's dinner, then I'm not going to eat. Therefore, I can enjoy the meal together. If it's drinks, I'm going to have a snack or eat something so I don't get drunk after after one drink. I can only imagine what she's thinking. Yeah. So establish it. It's drinks. Oh, Alana, I have a question for you. So in my experience of my 
girlfriends telling me the stories about going on dates. I find that the guys, forget if you know them or not, say you don't know them. The guys that want to do dinner on a first date always feel like they're trying to overcompensate. And that's why it's a dinner on a first date. Like they they don't feel well enough about just like themselves. So it has to be this big grand thing of like, let's go to dinner and this and that and this. And it, it sort of says something about them if they want dinner on a first date. Have you come across that? Interesting. I I don't think I've notab- like notably come across that. I haven't, nothing's jumped out to me as it's happened. But mm. as you're explaining it, I do think, that makes sense. And I do think I've, I've heard of a lot of experiences where the guy will plan like a, a big like ordeal where it's like a really fancy restaurant or something like that. And then, yeah, that was kind of to overcompensate. But I think if it's just like a normal, like kind of casual, kind of nice restaurant and, and like a normal meal that costs a normal amount of money, I think that's okay. But yeah, I think any like big extravagant over the top type of first date plan, that's kind of a, I think that's a red flag because then you're not actually focusing on each other. You're focusing on the experience and that's not, that's great for down the road when you already know each other, but not a great first date. Thoughts? Agree? Disagree? Yeah. Yeah. One question I have for you two, which kind of goes back to the paying thing, but so I know we're in, we're in 2021. There are a lot of women who are like, I don't need a man to hold the door open for me. I don't need a man to pay the bill for me. Like, would you feel almost like emasculated if a woman insisted on paying for the first date? Like, how would that make you feel? How would you then like feel about the date afterwards? How would that situation play out? I don't know if I'd feel emasculated, but I will say just from personal experience, and this is sort of what it is, is like the more the girl fights to pay for it, the more she's not interested in me. Where I think like, like I think a girl, I think a girl could be shit. like, hey, they, like could reach for the thing. Hey, should I pay? Like, totally fine. If a girl is like, I'm paying for this. To me, it's like, ooh, she wants to let me know that this was not a good date, and like this whole situation's over. Really? Whoa. Yeah, because she's like not a date. Don't expect <laughs> anything. Blah blah blah. Like a hundred percent. And even in, and even when I've, I've read the room like that, given off the wrong message. Then at the end of dates, well, no, really like, and even when it happens, I'm it's just like we both sort of know. It's like it probably wasn't a good date for me either. But it's like it's yeah. like don't worry about it. I also pay for it. I, it, it doesn't really matter to me. But I do yeah. think it's sort of like a reflex for them to be like, let me make sure if the signal isn't getting through. I'm paying for this. It's one drink. Let's get out of here and forget about this. Wow. And I would be subconscious if they if she fought with me like that much, I'd be like, ooh, she really didn't like this date. <laughs> Gotta give a shout out to our amazing sponsor, Mindset Wellness CBD. Okay, so I just ordered myself a jar of 100 Focus CBD gummies from Mindset, Mindset Wellness CBD. And I kid you not, I have never been more productive in my life. Like I actually feel like I've missed out on so much productivity by not having these things until now. Like I wake up, have my coffee, take my Focus gummy. First of all, it tastes amazing. It's vegan. It's gluten-free, non-GMO, all that good stuff. And I have just been powering through my to-do list. It feels amazing. And I cannot recommend these more highly. You guys absolutely have to check them out if you feel like you need a little boost of just like getting work done and trying to accomplish your day and feel great about all the work you did while you're still at home or getting back into transitioning into office life, these are for you. So head to MindsetWellnessCBD.com and obviously we're hooking you up with 10% off and free shipping. So use code seeing other people at checkout. 
Back to the episode. Everyone's answer is going to be different. But um, Jeremy, I'm fascinated by this idea that can you speak to a specific example of maybe when, you know, I guess when you've experienced yeah, what, how I've, quick, how hastily was it? You know, what, what, what do you mean? Like, uh, I mean, I think again, it's reading situation and we're not talking like second or third day. This is just, I mean, all the days I've ever been on just a giant blur. So I can't give you any specific examples, <laughs> okay. but you okay. know, like, yeah. you know, when you're on a date and it's like, it's not bad. It's just like, there's no connection here. We both Nothing. just said, I'm like, Hey, you want another round? No. Oh, cool. <laughs> okay. And then, the and then she's like, wait, and it's like, wait, I'll pay for note. it. The yeah. worst thing ever. Sorry, I'm just like in pain when even hearing you say that is like <laughs> when the waiter asks if you want another round and you want to get out of there so badly and they say yes. And you're just like, no, what did you just do there? And then you have to sit through like them having another drink by themselves <laughs> while you have like you've exhausted every talking point. Continue. Yeah, no, that's done. a big no, no either. I always have to both be down. What's funny is like that, you know, that usually happens. Like even if they come up, hey, you want to drink? I'm always like, do you want to drink? And their response is always like, I mean, like maybe if you want one, I'm like, you can't ask me that. I always want another drink. <laughs> like, I'm down to drink and drink and drink. Even if, because again, again, that perspective of like, even if there's not this connection, I think there is, it's like, well, I'm out anyway. Let's just have a drink right. and like, whatever. It's, it's a night. Um, no, but yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's reading again, like, yeah, you're cut off after one round. And I think like in her, I, I don't know. I just feel like in their brain, they're like, let me make ultra clear that like this whole situation's over, I will pay for it. And again, I still don't let them because I'm like, whatever, who cares? I'll pay for it. It's fine. Like you have to feel, I, I almost, maybe they feel bad because they're like, well, this didn't go well and he maybe is enjoying himself. So like I'll pay for it to make up for it where I'm, I, again, like I'm happy to pay for it. Anyway. But I do think it's, it's some psychological thing of like, I would take that as, Ooh, this isn't going as well as, it, as I thought it was. By the way, great moment that you described there, you know, when you two were just at the halfway point there, like of the moment when the waiter comes over and says, do you want another round? And you do. I like that you said, Jeremy, that you asked, do you want another round? It's not like you're going to answer them that because otherwise you're working off of a look and it's kind mm -hmm. of that look like, should we, should we? And then, you know, Alana, you were speaking to the fact that they, the guy, maybe you're on a date with a guy, he orders a drink and then you don't want one. So now he's yeah. one up. You First of all, I think common date etiquette, you are matching the pace, not only the pace of the which they are drinking, but the drink at which they are drinking. Yes. There's nothing worse than someone, I'm, I'm going to speak to this, you know, and, and I, you know, I'm like, so in my head now, because I got like one mean comment or a couple mean comments on our, on our reviews. <laughs> so I'm like, every, but fuck it. You know, I'm just trying to be real. People are gonna be like, no, like if you drink or drink too quick, that's not cool. Yeah. If, if you drink too quickly, or too slow, it's a problem. There, You need to drink at a simultaneous in-sync pace. And this isn't me being a narcissist when I say that, like, you want to read you want to read the room. Like, we've all been on a date with someone who drinks way too slow. You're like, we've been here for an hour and you've gone halfway through your drink. That's ice. <laughs> That's ice at this point. And then you've been out with someone who it, they, like, basically take down the, the, the martini. You're like, all right, like do I need to chug this so I can get another two? Yeah. It's an art. It's and, an art. And mm -hmm. Here's what I'll say is if you're, if you feel like, like you desperately need another drink to like get through this date or to loosen up what I would suggest. And a good friend of mine recently told me about this is she gets up, says she's going to the bathroom, goes to the bar, asks for a shot, gives them her credit card, takes the Whoa. shot, goes back to the table. I'm impressed by this girl. 
right? She's single. If a guy did that, it'd be like something wrong with you. When a girl does that, you're like, yes. oh. You're like, holy shit. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. yeah, a guy does it, it's like you're an alcoholic, dude. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I, do you guys pregame dates? Like, do you take a shot before you go on a date or do you have a beer or a glass um, of water before you go on a date? It depends on the situation. For the most part, no, probably. But like their situation a few weeks ago, a month ago, whatever the hell it was, of less than that, whatever it was, um, it was like sort of a last minute thing and they were out already. I'm like, oh, I better catch up a little bit. So maybe pregame a, a touch, a tiny, tiny touch. That yeah. I, I would agree with and would also do if like I know they're out, I'd maybe like have a drink before I go or, or bring one for the, the Uber. But I think when I first started dating in New York City, like right after college, I think people were like, yeah, just like take a shot or have a glass of wine before you go. And I really actually didn't like that because I felt even just slightly less in control. And I want to be able to show up to a date feeling like very confident, very self-aware, like know exactly what's going on and then loosen up a bit like as as it goes on, as I have a drink or two. But I didn't for me, it wasn't for me, but I do know people who do it and like doing it. Yeah, I mean, to me, the only time it makes sense is like, I get places very, very early. If I set a time, I'm there 15 minutes early. And usually I'm fine with that. But there'll be times where I'll get to a date 10 to 15 minutes early. I also like to suss it out when I'm going on a date. Sometimes you go there and it's too crowded. I like getting there ahead of time so I could replan if I need to replan. Can you location like, be, scout it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I'm walking around the block. I'm seeing stuff, whatever. So, so like, yeah. Yes. So like sometimes I'll get a place 15 minutes early and then they text me and they're like, I'm going to be 15 minutes late. And I'm like... <laughs> Okay, but like I'm gonna get a drink then, and usually they don't care at that point. Because when you sit at the bar by myself for half an hour without drinking, like, right? Yeah, you could you could jump ahead that way, but you know, it's, it's funny time. that you mentioned that because I actually had never heard of anyone doing that until recently with um, Jake, my now boyfriend. He would tell me that he would get to every bar or restaurant like 30 minutes early before a date, every date, no matter what, and just wanted yeah, like check out the scene, suss it out, and mm-hmm. I. I got to, I think our first five dates, like 15 to 30 minutes late. <laughs> well, this goes back to the Finding Mr. Hyde episode where I was saying that some, in the defense of guys who go to the same restaurant bar over and over again, it's because we know how it works. So you know, yes. it's, it's, that's why you get there early is because what if I need to know how am I going to order a drink? How am I going to make it seem smooth and cool and, and not flustered when the waiter doesn't come? Or you want to know the system, which is why it's easy to go to the same place and I was re-listening to that episode with NYC Date Night Shot at Alexis. And she was like, it's, um, it's, I think she said it was like lazy or shows no effort. But it's like, no, you're still planning a date. I think there is effort there. Yeah. You know, going to the same place isn't a lack of effort. The effort comes from the ability to plan a date. It is not some, doesn't, you're not showing a lack of effort by going to some place you've never been into the unknown. Who wants to go to the part of the map in the video game that you've never seen before? It sounds fun and adventurous. Who knows what you're going to discover about yeah, the world and yourself. Then you, plan the date. then you plan the date. But there's then nothing you- worse than like getting there and like just wanting to be on a date. And then you have to like stand outside, wait, sit down for like 20 minutes. It's like, that's the most awkward, like it, to get past that awkward stage is critical. And to have to stew in that for as long as possible doesn't sound good. So yeah, I'll get, I also want to sit. Like sometimes I'll get to a bar and like there's room, but there's only standing rooms. Like on a date, I don't want to have to stand True. in a corner. Like I want to physically be comfortable, mentally be comfortable. Great. Right. I'm here 15 minutes early. There's definitely, I could either, A, I'm ahead. So I could wait for seating if we need to wait. If there's no chance, like, Cool. I'm in New York City. And then we go find another bar, text him, hey, this isn't going to work, but I'll find something within two blocks. So keep coming this way or whatever. 
completely agree with you. And just like the, I guess what I'm like the wrap on that, it's like the risks outweigh the rewards. Yes. It might be a magical place, magical restaurant with a great fucking vibe. You're like, Oh, I love this place. But the likelihood that it's probably going to be crowded, have a wait. And like, you're not going to know what to order is in New York. It's higher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why you pick the same spot. No. <laughs> Anywho. And always make a reservation. I think for a date, you should always make a reservation. And for a Especially, bar, you can't do that, though. I guess. Well, what reservation? Here's, Alana, I mean, this is a good point. How many times have you planned a first date? Actually, a number of times. <laughs> okay. And, and, and I don't mean like a number, like one or two. <laughs> Those <are numbers. laughs> but I mean, I have planned dates. A lot of times. And so talk us through what you do to plan. I'm actually curious from like the like lady POV. Like yeah. what is it? What do you make a reservation? Do you go on uh, infatuation and look up bars? Like how do you do it? Yeah, I go on infatuation. I go on. And I mean, for a while I was going on like the all the quarantine, the COVID safe dining um, Instagrams. But yeah, I figure out where they live. And figure out what locations make sense between the two of us. I I really like to plan a date that's like equally far from both of our places because I'm not one who likes to like go back to someone's apartment or bring someone back home with me after. So I prefer it to be like equidistant so that neither of us are like inclined to do that. Like, oh, like let's just walk the five minutes back to someone's apartment. Like, nah, that's not classy for me on a first date. So I'll like target an area that's in the right vicinity for me. And then I'll try and pick a place that I've heard of before, or that has been recommended to me that has an opening and has maybe like $2 signs. Okay. Interesting. Feedback. Um, feedback um, is I remember our first date, I believe you put it on me to plan it, which I was happy to do. Um, I think you said you were going to plan it. Um, okay. And, <laughs> um, and then I know you are not one to go back to your place, but we did go to your friend's apartment, which I've heard. It, I'm not the only person who have been. That is so experience. much pressure. Jesus. You <laughs> went to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I love Alana, but sometimes the things you say, there's like, there should be parentheses to everything. That's like, okay, not my place, but my best friend's place. We're going to go back to <laughs> Well, uh, I, you know, it happened. Wait. Can we, like, back up 20 seconds? We're back. Okay. Never mind. Yeah, that was loud. Um, anywho. Okay. A few spitfire questions I want each of us to answer. Well, actually, these are not going to be spitfire at all. But, um, all right. What food would each of us never suggest ordering on a date? Jeremy. I would say, just for me personally, nothing spicy. I love spicy food, but like I'll start sweating and then I'm going to be uncomfortable. Like even spicy drinks, which I normally love to drink, I will not do on a first date because I don't know what the heat level is going to be. And while it might taste good, I will be dripping. I'm just like, this is not going to go well for either one of us. So no no spicy. Keep it simple. Jonah? Um, what food would we not suggest? Can you go first? I don't, I don't yeah, know. Well, I was actually also going to say spicy because not only will I be like sweating a bit, but my nose is going to run. I'm going to need like <laughs> tissues and it's going to hurt my stomach like 20 minutes later. And like, it's just a recipe for disaster. But if it's like a little shishito pepper app like that, I can handle, you know, but anything beyond that, I'm a little screwed probably. 
I, I think my answer is that um, it's something that I, w- I would never suggest ordering something that's like solely if you're going to do dinner, I would suggest not ordering something that's like solely going to be yours. Something that you can like, my point is like, if you're going to do dinner, you want to share a stuff. So like getting something that's like a solo mission. And I'm trying to think like, what's a good example of a solo mission. I mean, you could split a burger, but like, you know, are you really going to each take a bite at the same time? Probably not. Like, soup. like, like a soup. Soup. A soup. Yeah, soup. soup is the solo mission. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Don't get, don't get soup on your first date. <laughs> that was just a funny word, soup. I wonder if I've done that. I mean, I've probably gotten like miso soup. <laughs> yeah, but I, I feel mean, like miso little, soup. A little small individual soup. Yeah, they us, gave you I each guess. one your own self. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, look, unless you're going for like a ramen date, then yeah, you're obviously both ordering your own ramen. But yeah, otherwise, yeah. like if you're getting soup as your main course at like an Italian or like American restaurant, no, no. Yeah. Yes. No. We're aligned. What are what are everyone's <laughs> thoughts on sharing food in general? A hundred percent. Yeah. 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 I think to me, like that's a good test too. I mean, like I think that's a huge thing of what I'm looking for is like, I mean, what I do every single day is go to restaurants and eat and like share food and one like the allergy thing and the, this thing like that's just it's not going to be as fun and that's what I do every day. And then two, even just being an adventurous eater, I think that like that is also something I'm into so i think those are like little tests for me of like okay can they handle this like that is when you you know order the spicy food then order the weird shit like let's see yeah. their reaction to all this because that is the, the most fun of what i do so not to put you on the spot here but is somebody who is gluten-free a deal breaker <clears throat> yep yeah probably to be honest <laughs> what about wow. vegetarian it's it's all of it like i just and i know everyone like i've gotten like i'm not not going to go out with them but like i think it's something <laughs> in the back of my mind and it's, again it's same thing like no we can eat whatever and like order whatever but it's just like but i think of like if i'm going to think about like having a relationship with this person like i'm like we can't even get to like what i deem the most thing i want out of this it's hard like I, i'm a big person like don't just say no to anything like that immediately. But I do think it's on the back of my mind of like, okay, like they can't eat anything I enjoy The and the thing that I do for work. It's tough. Yeah, I get that. And, and I, I support that. It's like for me, if, if they hated dogs, like I, <laughs> I could never be with them. Like Zoe is my life. That's a problem. If they hate dogs, they're, yeah. They're out. Um, here's a question for us. Uh, you know, and a realization, I know we were just saying like drinks over dinner on the first date, but there is something very uniquely human and like connective where if you share food with somebody, like, let's say you go on a date, you both order food to share and you have like nothing in common with this person. It's difficult. You're nervous. It's hard to talk to them. The simple act of like both putting your fork into a pasta is like innately human and connective in a way that might actually help build the bond between two people. Do you guys see what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's like you look at movies. I'm, I'm thinking from movies. Like you look at movies where um, you see just two characters sitting down to eat a meal together and they can have, they can be like villains. You know, they could really, they could be, uh, they could be enemies. But when you just sit down and have a meal with someone, there is something inherently civil and connective about that, that no matter what, you might be yelling at each other, but you're both going to go for a bite. You're both going to chew and taste the same thing. Yeah. I, I think as you were saying it, for me, it's less of like, both of us twirling our fork in the pasta at the same time, more so as we're both having the shared experience of tasting the same amazing chuckle risotto. Um, Yeah. Okay. Glad we, glad we covered that. that Um, Okay. 
what about sending food back on a first date? If they, if they mess up your order or if you just don't like it and the person on the other side of the table sends it back, what are you thinking? Uh, I think it depends. Pens. Listen, if it if it's the complete wrong order, then just, yeah, of course, bring the order. <laughs> like, this isn't right. I think it's I think it's the way they would handle it. I think it's the way they would talk to the waiter about it. It's the way they would speak and handle that situation more than just the act of sending it back. I'm not a big sending it back kind of person. If I don't, don't like it, it's like all right. Well, maybe this wasn't my favorite, but whatever. You know, it. it oh, this could have done with a little bit more of this. All right. Well, I'm not the chef. They prepared it like this. So I think if it was, I don't know if they ordered a burger well done, which is a total red flag. I wouldn't accept that either, but if they ordered it well done and they got it rare and they can't eat it rare, sure. Send it back. But it's how you handle the situation more than just the act of it. Yeah. I think that's very, very true and very telling. It's a very, it's telling. If you can tell a lot from a person, we talked about this on earlier episodes, the way they treat, waiters, the way people treat other human beings, it's, it's, you could be having the most beautiful time with somebody and if they're rude to the waiter, then it's over. In my book, it's over. Yep. It's like, you, you just, that your true colors show when you're in a situation like sending food back. One of the things I think is kind of fun um, and not fun, but like, you know, I've been in a situation where been on a date, we're on a second date, we're doing food, food comes to her. It's not right. And she's like, Oh damn. I'm like, what's wrong? She's like, well, it's not like what I ordered, but it's okay. It's whatever. Like, no, no, no. Like, like, come on, let's, 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 I want you to have what you ordered. And then like you bring the waiter over and you're like, Hey, we're on a second date. And like, you know, I don't know how to do this. I don't want to be like, you know, I'm, I'm trying not to cause a scene here. And you're like joking. You're just fucking around. You're making this equal level of like poking fun and self-awareness into the circumstance. And then you get the waiter in on the whole thing. And their waiter's like, you guys are on a second date. Here's a round of shots, which actually <laughs> happened to Alana and I on our third or second date that we got some shots from somebody. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's uh, sending food back on the first day. Jeremy, I think you said it. it's just circumstantial. Um, I think <laughs> I just grew up where my mom would send everything back, like all the time, if the tiniest thing was wrong. And and for my, my entire life, it's just been like a mortifying experience for me. Like if I know she's going to complain or like send something back, I get up and go to the bathroom and I don't, uh-huh. I'm, I don't come back until I'm certain that it's over. <laughs> so for me, I think that would be a, that, that'd be a, a big red flag. Just, I would just feel uncomfortable. <laughs> um, okay. So question, and then we are going to move on to listener questions shortly. Um, since there are two lovely gentlemen in the room and since the world is opening back up, boys, how can girls approach somebody that they think is cute or they think that they're intrigued by when they're out at a bar, at a park, wherever, now that people are out and about again? How can a girl make the move? I mean, is it any different than it would have been before <laughs> the world no, got shut down? No, but girls didn't know. Like most it's people I know didn't know how it's to do reminder. this before either. Okay, yeah, that's what I mean. So in general, a hundred percent, yes. Just like how do we how do we act human again? Is that what yes. we're asking? <laughs> and, and, I mean, in general, just how do like how would, as a yeah. guy, how would you advise a girl to approach you and like shoot their shot and make a move? I do think it's funny. I I understand the pressure on both sides of it. It's never, I don't, I don't really do it and whatever um, because of my own, (laughs) whatever you want to call it um, insecurities, I guess. But I I almost think it is easier for girls than guys to do it. Cause a guy like, 
a guy's very casual with that. Like he doesn't put so much pressure on everything. Just if a girl comes up, he'd be like, cool. Like whatever, wherever it lands, like, oh, could, could we, if it was like, could I give you a number? Cool. Okay. Even if he was or wasn't into it, he'd probably just be like, all right, cool. We're like, girls, you would get the look. If you went up to a girl and then she didn't want to talk to you, you would either get the look from her or you would get the look from one of the friends. And there is no worse feeling in the entire world than that, where a guy would keep it so much casual. Like it's a lot less pressure that way. He would react the same. I can picture that look and ooh, yeah, I would not want to be on the receiving end of that. <laughs> For the most part, I do. That's a really good point. For the most part, I do feel like the friends are more receptive on like, like girls can be really mean. Like that's just, mm-hmm. a, that's just a fact. Like, especially out at a bar, I've gotten some of the most evil looks. I'll be like, hi, I'm Jonah. Yep. And she will look at me like I killed her entire family. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa. And I'll just walk away and be like, okay, I hope you have a lovely day. Like, I'm not going to take that personally. But I do want to speak to all the ladies out there that it is as simple as walking up to a guy and saying, hi, making eye contact and saying, hi, my name's Emily. If a girl came over to me at a bar and said that, I would know exactly what was happening. She thinks I'm cute. Let's have a conversation. That's all it means. And it's that fucking easy. Uh, so, you know, I do think it's like it. And by the way, that stands out like and then that guy goes back to his yeah. friends. He's like, oh, my God, I'm in love with her. She said her name is Emily. She came over to me. I'm she's the one. That's how it goes down. On like on, no, no, no. That second part is just Jonah. <laughs> Jeremy, can you back me up here? I will. Me? I mean, it, it depends on a guy. I will say I think that someone does stand out that way, which is sort of why I, I enjoy Bumble in that way too. Of like they have to make the first move, and that what that first move is does say something about them because I think like usually the dynamic isn't that way. So to see something different or you know, have their perspective on it. I think it does say something. I think confidence is an attractive quality, you know, and that's what it's yeah. saying. And, and my advice to any girl who's listening uh, to, to imprint in their brain next time they're out and about and see a cute guy is you have nothing to lose. The worst case scenario is they are not interested or it doesn't go anywhere. Best case scenario, you meet someone awesome. Like if you don't yeah. try, you're right back where you were just standing there watching them. So you may as well shoot your shot. All right. And then Jeremy, we've been asking our guests what they wish uh, people of their desired sex or gender knew. So what do you wish that girls knew about you, about like dating, about dating you, dating in general? I, I, I think that girls think that guys think as hard as they do. So girls are overanalyze everything and then make the assumption that the guys are also overanalyzing everything. When should I text? What should I text? What am I going to say? How many, how many times is the goddamn dot flash before he texts me back? Why didn't he text? Like every last thing is thought out of like, there has to be some reason behind this. And I will say there's usually not the easiest answer is a guy's stupid. It's like, he didn't text back yes. for six hours. That must mean something. It's like, no, he probably saw it, was like, I'll get back to this in a minute. And then just forgot because he's, I don't know, playing video, whatever the hell he was doing. We're like, Xbox there wasn't calling. any, yeah, like there wasn't any thought put into because he's not playing mind games with you. He's probably too stupid to play mind games with you. So forget about all of that. Don't over psychoanalyze every little last thing about what he did because he is not doing any of that. Thank you. There are a lot of people out there, including myself, who really, really need to hear this. We should all set every girl should set that as their alarm. Like wake up every day and be reminded of it. Guys are stupid. Girls are playing um, girls are playing chess and we're playing Xbox. That's yes. That's That's exactly it. (laughs) Damn. Simple fact. 
<laughs> All right. Hey, everybody. Joni here to talk about our awesome sponsor. I keep saying awesome, but they are awesome. Uh, Mindset Wellness CBD Gummies. Someone over our uh, Q&A day on Sunday was saying, you know, hey, Jonah, are you, you're such an early riser. Um, are you a morning person? And here's what I'll say. I'm not a morning person, but I do like to get up early. Meaning that, you know, when it's time to get up, it's not like it's activity time. It's more like chill and vibe time. But this is really thanks to the Mindset Wellness CBD uh, rest gummies, which I take every single night. And they just got back in stock. Obviously, everyone listening, we all love these things. We, we sold them out. And they just got more in stock. So you should go order them because they just help you get to sleep. They calm you down. It's great to just wind down at the end of the day and they taste amazing. Uh, we have a code, seeing other people. It's 10% off and free shipping. So back in stock, no better time to get them uh, than today, I guess, while they're in stock and while supplies last. I've actually always wanted to say that ever since seeing toy commercials as a kid, like while supplies last. Anyway, Mindset Wellness CBD, we love you guys. Thank you for helping everyone get a better night's rest and be more productive in the morning while not being a morning person, I guess. Back to the episode. Uh, first listener <laughs> question here. Jonah, go for it. Yeah. Uh, thank you everyone for writing us in. By the way, if you guys want to write us in, see another people podcast at gmail.com or DM us. First question. Not really a situation ship, but... Wait. Sorry. I just, just that up. <laughs> I, I just screwed that up. I wanted to get rid of the first part of it because that's irrelevant. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for writing us in. Here we go. Listener questions. Guys who select don't want to have kids on apps and you do. No or give it a chance? Hard no. If you want kids and on a dating app, somebody is putting that they don't want kids... Do not go down that path. They're being as upfront about that as they humanly can be. And it seems like if they're saying, like, I do not want kids, that is a definitive no answer there. So just click X, swipe left. There are a million other guys who do. I mean, it just depends. Like, I mean, again, it's that perspective of, like, why you're on a dating app. And again, maybe this is a little bit more male or female, but, like, I don't put the pressure of who I meet on dating app of this is going to be my girlfriend, wife or whatever, mother of my children. It's just this is our first date and then let's take it from there. Um, and then, yeah, if you get through the first day and you're like, this could be some like it, you should keep it in mind, like that could be a nice goal. But I think if your goal is like, let me just go on a date. Who cares? I'm not asking them that question on the first date anyway, so it's not going to come up. <laughs> yeah, but if it does start to work out, I feel like it's just going to lead to so yeah. many bigger. But I think that's a good, but but that's a good reason for not to work out necessarily. I mean, I do think like there's lots of times where I get to a second or third date or whatever it is, and that's not even really a great reason for it not to continue. Other than like this isn't this shouldn't be the long term relationship. This isn't for whatever reason it is. Maybe just I'm feeling it, whatever. But that's a good reason for it. You get to the second date and you're like. Okay, like I like him, he's cool, he's hot, whatever it is, but there's this thing. And there's always going to be this thing. And maybe that's just it for this person. But it, again, it's your perspective. Like, uh, obviously, you don't want to do that. So if you feel like a lot of, <laughs> don't go out with them. Joe, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> what were you going to say? Well, no, I mean, like, I, I think you're both right. I think it's like, so, you know, we are told to take uh, what people say, you know, you should, the problem is that we don't listen to what people say. When people say they don't want a relationship. You need to listen to them because that means they don't want a relationship. Yet sometimes we still keep going thinking we can change them. Something as important and life-changing as doesn't want to have kids 
does feel like a very upfront way of saying that. But at the same time, they're answering that via a checkbox on an app. It's such a much more complicated question to Jeremy's point. It's, it's a, it's, you're bringing life into the world. You're not just going to check on a box. I don't want to bring life into the world. You're going to want to have a conversation. It's going to want to depend on maybe your job, maybe who you're with, all these different things that, you know, um, I just think a checkbox can't define, but I don't want you to get it. So here's my, here's my answer. If you, if they check every other box besides literally that one, go on a date, go on a second date and bring it up. Hey, I noticed on the app that you said that you don't want to have kids. Is that like a, is that like a zero on one situation or is it something that you're open to? And maybe just because of the, when you made it the app, you didn't want it. And there's your answer. That's a really good point. I I support that answer. All right, next one. It seems like there's been a huge uptick in people taking time away from dating due to pandemic-related mental health struggles. So much that I have had this happen with multiple guys over the last few months. In some cases, we will set a date and they'll change their mind about dating before meeting. In other cases, we've been on a few dates and they pump the brakes because of stress. My question is, is it even worth trying to date right now? Or am I wasting good matches that would have been better a better fit in the future when things are less stressful? The specific men this has happened with seem like they're much better potential matches than most of what I've seen in my time being single. Are singles burning all of the good options by trying to find connections in times of stress? That's a really interesting question. I, I'm not entirely sure what I think about that. I think... I don't think you're wasting good options if you're trying it out with people, because even if you, even if someone is stressed, like if you have that connection and, and you're hitting it off, I think you would make it work. You know, if both people feel that is there, even Mm. if you're both stressed or one of you is stressed or having like some mental health stuff, I, I do think you would keep it. I don't know. What do you guys think? I just think, I don't think you should be like, oh, I'll just, I'll just wait. Well, it's like, I don't know. Like you said, just go yes. out with them and see who cares. And like, it happens to these people. I don't even know if it's stress. I do feel that like what I feel is like the world feels so weird right now. <clears throat> and I just feel like I kind of just want some normalcy before I get back to normal kind of thing. And like yeah. a relationship, a relationship is like such a big step that like, I, I don't know if like, what is that relationship when we go back to the real world? I know what it is now, but what we're going through isn't what it's going to be like in three months. So I do feel that where it's not necessarily stress or anything. It's just like everything feels so weird and all over the place. And like you could be confused, honestly. I mean, that's all of it too. It's like, do you like this person more because of what you went through the past year of like, I live alone in my apartment. I spent a lot of time alone the past year, more so than, than usual. You get lonely. And maybe is that the reason why you want this relationship even more than the connection to that person? So I think there's just a lot of things you have to work through more than usual. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think is like also like we're all more empathetic and like everyone had their own sort of mental health stuff that we never really maybe would vocalize or didn't know how to diagnose. And now that we've all like, it's like the Thanos snap because I just equate everything to movies, you know. Thanos snap. Everyone, everyone in the world experienced that. Everyone in the world experiences pandemic. So now we all have a, a base layer of like something that's fucked us all up. So <laughs> beyond human existence, right? So like, I think you do see a lot of maybe a certain type of person who maybe would have never come forth with their mental health because it's been more normalized to say it's been mm-hmm. it's it's become actually in a really good way. It's been able to say 
hey, I'm not in the headspace to go on a date. I've actually sent that text many times. I've, I've, I've told people I'm not in the headspace to do this. I, I, I cannot get there. Alana, you and I have a text thread of moments we couldn't record because we're just yeah. not there. And, and earlier today, I, yesterday. Earlier today, <laughs> I think a year and a half ago, if there had been no pandemic, we would have probably given each a little more shit. We would have said, oh, come on. It's our, like, we got to do this. Yeah. But now it's just like, I have so much empathy for everyone. If, if someone's upset or someone's going through their own thing, I know it's not about, you know, it's not never about you. And it's always just like, yo, we're going through a pandemic. Let them fucking, you know, let them do their thing. So, but also to Jeremy's point, you don't, uh, this specific men are singles brain out. Um, you shouldn't stop. It's not as if it's magically going to turn off one, turn on one day. Right. Um, so that part does, you know, the concrete devices do not stop. And, um, perhaps know that just cause they're stressed out doesn't mean it's necessarily over, you know, but, yeah. uh, I think the good thing to do next time that situation happens to, to whoever wrote this in or to anyone would be to say, like, I totally understand. I know it's a really hard time right now. I'm not going anywhere. Like, definitely reach back out when you start to feel more up for this. And that doesn't mean you have, you're have you sitting around waiting for them. You can continue going on dates with other people, trying to see what else is out there. But I do think it's a good call to just un, like say that you understand and, and that you'd love to pick this back up when they're ready. Love that. All right. Well, you know, this is what we're here for, to have these big discussions. Um, Jeremy, where can we point our listeners to find you? Uh, you do have, I mean, you're such a viral star. I, I'm sure hopefully they already do follow you. But There's nobody saw, listening to this episode who has not seen Jeremy's work before. Yeah, Jeremy is, you know, you're great. And uh, But please point our audience maybe in directions they didn't know they needed to go. <laughs> Yeah, thank you. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Jeremy Jacobowitz. That's also my YouTube, which has some like nice vloggy long form stuff. TikTok is still at Brunch Boys. And since you guys are listening to this podcast, you listen to my podcast. It's the Brunch With podcast. You might recognize a guest on there as well. Um, I wonder. And who. yeah, that's it. I don't know. If you type my name, everything will come up. <laughs> you, you use something called Beacon. Is Beacon different than a link tree? So, uh, let's see, Beacon. Yeah, so there's a few of them. I mean, oh, Beacon. Yeah, that's the new one I've been using. It's great. It, ha- it lets me like embed videos and looks really pretty. Yes, it's just a link tree. Just It's a fancier link tree. Ooh. Copy that. Well, we really appreciate you coming on and talk with us, talk about these dating rules um, or, I guess, best practices. And yeah, we don't we, do rules. We don't do no rules. rules no rules. It's our um, only rule. There are no rules. If you guys are questions answered, it's seen other people podcast at gmail.com. Um, go ahead and give us a nice review on iTunes. Don't call me a douchebag, <laughs> please. <laughs> and uh, we appreciate everybody listening. Um, we'll see yeah. you all next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday.